Welcome to the Six Figure Event Podcast. Here we get real about what it takes to build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, and event planner. We'll go places others won't, diving into the nitty gritty how-tos of events, strategy, sponsorship, and marketing. Plus, we have exciting interviews with those who've mastered their own craft and a segment called Interviews with Sponsors, where we get the lowdown of what sponsors really look for when sponsoring an event. This is where we win the event space together. I'm your host, Alicia May, founder of Eventistry by Alicia, mom of two, lover of Saturdays, and I'm obsessed with creating phenomenal, profitable events. With a decade of experience, I'm here to talk you through those event roadblocks and even help you get out of your own way. Don't get stuck while planning, strategizing, and budgeting an event or retreat. On the Six Figure Event Podcast, I'm your wing woman. We're going to grow your business, your following, and scale your dreams one event at a time. So today I have a really unsexy topic, but it's really, really necessary. All things budgeting. Event budgeting, how to actually make money at your event and not go in the red. Because It's a really essential component of all successful events, whether you're doing a wedding, a special event, a summit, a conference, an online summit, costs add up. I mean, looking at budgets and really taking an educated guess is frightening sometimes. And uncontrolled expenses have really capsized many, many, many potentially successful occasions. I heard down the grapevine from another entrepreneur that she lost over $30,000 at her event. So today, much needed, very unsexy, but often budgeting is one of the hardest and most important elements to get right. So most clients that come to me have little or no knowledge of typical costs for their proposed events. They think they have realistic expectations, but defining early on the type of event it is and what the agenda looks like, the content, the value, and what your attendees are going to pay for something like this. You'll also need to identify situations. For instance, I'll never forget my aunt telling me, you have champagne taste on a beer budget. That is the case of some of my clients where they come to me and they want a champagne garden party with a $4,000 budget for the entire event. And so we have to take a realistic look at how much things actually cost because it's probably triple. In most circumstances, it's triple what you originally had thought. I'll just put it in perspective right now for you. So for a 100-person event, a typical minimum cost is about $30,000, inclusive of food and beverage, venue, printing costs, photography, vendors, all of those kinds of things, minimum $30,000. I mean, that is also pushing the budget, but it's inclusive of an event planner as well. You'll need to, as an event person, entrepreneur, you'll really need to keep yourself on track so everyone involved in the project has a really clear understanding of the budget and trade-offs between options and the costs. My recommendation is you look every week at the budget, update actual versus estimate, and keep yourself in the know. It is so, so, so important. I cannot stress that enough. So how do we set the budget? Understand your client. Your client may already have an event budget clearly in mind, and it actually does simplify your task greatly. So if she comes to me or he or she comes to me and says, 
I want to spend $50,000 for a 100-person event, I say, great, let's now order the importance of each thing. Is food very important? Is having a great stage important and florals and design? Is it more of a tech event? So I always like to say, what is the most important thing for you? And also according to the budget. So if food is very important, we can allocate, let's say, 30% of that to food. And going through that budget, looking at the least important thing, if a photographer or videographer is the least important thing for you, we can make that at the very end of the budget. Remember, if your client or yourself looking for guidance, or if you're thinking, I don't know how to do any of this, there's nothing wrong with Googling it or looking to your extended community. If you don't know, I've got a Facebook group that has an amazing resource for event planners. It's a very great community that you can ask questions and get perspective on. Head over to facebook.com slash groups slash six figure events. Now, when you have that resource, you can go outward and ask questions and really think about has this been done before and am I doing it the most logical and strategic way that I can? Remember, if you are working for somebody, don't be afraid to say you need time to research expenses, especially if you're a first-time event planner. I don't know if you've heard my last couple of episodes on how to start your event planning business. It's so much better to research than to actually pick a number out of thin air because then you'll end up thinking it's only gonna cost $400 for photography, but meanwhile, in your city, it's actually triple that cost. So setting priorities, assigning costs, it will help you arrive at a workable budget for an event. Separate all the various components, set priority levels to each element, and assign approximate costs. If budgets are tight, then you have to be sure to meet your client's most important needs by cutting nice-to-haves, like I said. You can also economize on various things and various vendors. For instance, if you're planning a summit and you've got no money left over in your budget, maybe you can save money in various categories, like photography. It's an example where a good photographer can do an amazing job, but also you can hire maybe a student or somebody that is just starting out. You can also do a barter exchange type of relationship where they can come to the event, do a day of photography, and you're able to upgrade their ticket, provide food, and other things that you work out. Another thing that can be negotiable is the actual venue itself. Do you really need the fancy venue? Do you really need to spend $50,000 on a venue? Definitely not. Costs can be reduced. Some locations carry a hefty price tag, especially if it's at a hotel, but you can find less expensive options. For instance, you can go to a co-working space if it's a smaller event. That's my favorite spot to go to first. If someone's coming to me and say, I have no budget, I want to host my first event. What should I do? Where should I go? Co-working space. They're definitely a beautiful setting and they have great rooms that can hold up to sometimes 40, 50 people. But having different options, making yourself aware of where you can host an event, it will help you make intelligent choices and it will result in a better budget and obviously more money in the pocket. Once you've set the budget, you've gone through the event, you understand exactly what your client wants to spend, right at the beginning of the planning process, you should match that amount against the priorities for 
all the features of the event. You might find that some major elements have to be changed so the budget balances, but careful planning, careful, 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 and really looking at that every week, like I said, is of utmost importance in order for you to come out on the top, maybe have six figures in your pocket at the end of the event through various things like raising additional funds through sponsorship, ticket sales, upselling, all that fun stuff. And that does bring me to my next point of sponsorships. I cover a lot of different blog posts and podcasts about how to reach out for sponsorship and how to actually land your first event sponsor. Sometimes cutting costs is definitely not simple and you'll hit roadblocks and may not be any easy way to trim the expenses any further. But there have been other things that have happened. For instance, one of my friends who's in the Eventistry Insiders, she started a crowdfunding campaign for her event and she raised the capital to pay for the venue to pay for the food and beverage even before she launched. I mean, if that's not community come together, I don't know what is. But that was really, 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 really fun. So maybe having a resourceful way to come up with the funding, but again, budgeting really inexpensively if you have to serve just refreshments at your first event and minus the food and beverage, that's up to you and that's up to whether or not it's important and a priority in your world. When you're advising your client or when you're advising yourself (laughs) on how to establish a workable budget, you need to explain how each of the components actually impacts the overall budget. For instance, the number of guests, right? When we're thinking how many people can actually come to this event, if it's your first annual and you're no idea, one of the most important factors influencing the overall cost is number of guests and how it's going to increase both direct and indirect costs. Your client needs to be prepared for that or you need to be prepared for that. Direct costs can really fundamentally change elements like food and beverage, which can go up on a per person basis. You can easily manage these costs, but again, to save money, you might consider having a less lavish buffet or having a very small AM and PM snack alongside with your coffee. The hardest part, in my opinion, is discussing that and going back and forth because everyone's gonna have a different opinion. You need to make the decision based on what's best for you and or your client. Now, moving on to the next topic, if event staging and design is really important to you and your client, then it could be another large cost. Designing a stage and creating the element of the brand upheld within the event space can be very, very, very costly. One event that I'm currently working on, we have a budget of about 25000 for event setup, which includes staging and ceiling drapery and an outdoor party. So remember that some items can be expensive, but you can also be a diva on a dime. One of my favorite sayings ever, by the way. Some planners have actually found local community artists that are willing to take on the task of maybe decorating or finding a mural. If you can find the right person, you can wind up with an excellent and low cost solution, but the professional firms, the full on staging firms are gonna cost obviously a lot more. Some cases, if the event budget is very small, I actually take on the design myself 
and I source things out on Etsy. I go to the internet. I go onto my local buy and sell board to see if I can find the items related, and then I will improvise and do it myself. So remember, what is most important and how can you approach that solution? The next most important thing is insurance. It's really straightforward and it's an important element to get right, but the trick is really to find somebody in the field and follow their recommendations. As it becomes a really stressful time, you really want to make sure you're protected or your client is protected. So liability insurance is very, very important, and that is actually to protect you in the event that someone is injured during an event. I hope that never happens. Knock on wood, but again, it could be an event attendee, it could be a temporary worker, it could be anybody. And if there's an accident, you want to make sure you're prepared and you have that insurance up to date. And also event cancellation insurance is the second major category. So be aware. You can spend most likely about $100 to $500 on event insurance, depending on what city you're in and how many people are in attendance. So the last point I want to go into is a sample event budget. And lucky for you, I've also got a free download for that. And I use this for all my clients. You can edit, add, take away, but it's going to give you a great reference point on what to start and how much this thing's going to cost. So I'm going to run down percentage of cost budget and what you should expect to spend. So for instance, out of your entire budget, you can spend about 10% on event plannings. So event planner would cost you 10 to 20% of that budget. For the promotion and marketing advertising, Generally speaking, you can spend 20%, you can even allocate 40%, but generally speaking, it's about 20%. Entertainment is about 5%. On-site transportation, so trucks, vans, getting your VIPs from place to place is about 1% of the budget. Printing goes about 2%. Audiovisual actually goes into about 10% of the budget. And we're already at about 50%. So now it's priority. Do you want to spend 40% on food and beverage and the venue? Do you want to add in some for photography? And you keep going until you've created that wholesome budget that looks good for you and your client. Another thing to think about in that budget is creating a contingency. So pad your budget for any unexpected costs. I usually build in about 15% just in case. What are the biggest variable costs? So if If you're doing your food and beverage menu, remember there are taxes, there are service charges, there are fees if you don't meet, there's attrition, so many things, cancellation fees, worst case scenarios. Definitely have to think about the absolute worst things that could happen and plan accordingly. So in conclusion, my top 10 tips for making a budget and really sticking to it is number one, don't procrastinate making that budget. Do it now. (laughs) Do it yesterday. It may seem like, again, a very unsexy thing, but it is so important. It's a first step in your event planning journey. If you're not sure, again, check out my cool little download that you can at the bottom of this podcast. Number two, define the focus of your event and really think about the theme. What's your goal? 
and allocate your funds according to priorities. Number three, the more details you add to your spreadsheet and your budget, the more accurate your budget's gonna be. And so instead of saying entertainment, have subcategories in terms of photo booth and drag queen show and photographer and videographer and henna artist and yoga instructor. So be very, very, very specific. Number four, Keep in mind that one cost is sometimes a variable and dependent on the other. So like I said, your food and beverage cost per person is going to increase and be dependent on how many people that actually show up. If you're banking on 25 and you actually have 35, adjust accordingly. Number five is explore all your venue options. Really thinking about that co-working space instead of that luxury hotel down the street. Newer vendors, here's a little golden nugget tip, by the way, new venues can potentially save you a significant amount of money because they're new and they're hoping that they're going to have business and the great word of mouth. I've had multiple occasions contact me, newer hotels wanting business. Number six is don't underprice an item to make your budget look pretty. Like you cannot skimp on let's say AV, if you have one little measly projector and a little, little, little screen, how are the people in the back going to see your content and what you have to share with the world? It might look good on your Excel spreadsheet, but let's not kid ourselves, right? It's good, you're gonna lose money if people are not happy and can't see the screen properly. Number seven is use your contingency plan for emergencies only. You might think, oh, I can add a little extra here and add a little extra there, but really, Think about if something happens day of and there's a hundred more people that show up, I mean, that's a great problem to have, but now you're needing more for the budget. You need to more set up and you need more food and beverage. It may leave you in a scramble if actual disasters happen. So just be very careful with that. Number eight is really make sure that everyone's on the same page. Your client, you, if it looks good, move on and add to it if needed. If there's ticket sales that happen in the first couple of weeks that you were not expecting, you've surpassed your ticket sales, let's say, and you want to add more to the budget, then do it. It's okay to do that. And the last point is don't be afraid to spend. Yes, it might sound, again, a little counterintuitive discussing the budget and how good it is to stay on track, but you don't have to always go with the cheapest option. You really don't. If you are looking at high quality videography and the only person that can do it that's available is $4,000 and you've allocated one for it, then see how resourceful you can be by taking some of that money out of something else that's not as a priority for you or your client. And step 10, download my totally awesome freebie. (laughs) And why I encourage you to do this is because I use this with all of my clients my coaching clients, and anyone who downloads this, you're going to have a foot in the door on the right path to really budgeting your event, coming out on top, not in the red, in the green, and sticking to that budget and actually reminding yourself, being intentional on putting reminders in your calendar. Trust me, game changer in event planning and not being frivolous. Track down every single expense and your event will be fantastic. Join me in my Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash six-figure events and let's bring the conversation over there. I can't wait to hear all of your event planning 
hopefully good stories on how you saved money and how you've been budgeting appropriately instead of being in the red. But if you are in the red, I'd love again for you to come over and discuss your story and your experience with all of this event planning budgeting numbers and all the things that may sound scary. So thanks so much for joining me this episode. Can't wait to hear from you until next time. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Event Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and take the tools and tips and information from our guest speakers to help build extraordinary wealth as an entrepreneur, business owner, or event planner. Join us again next week for a new episode that I hope will continue to help you win in the event space.